Certainly by now, you know that Rush Limbaugh has lung cancer. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. It's no secret. He has discussed it on air. He has discussed being thankful for being alive. And as far as I know, he's still doing uh, his show. And we know that I have said repeatedly that talk radio has become ever more important in a world where cable news is not trusted and the New York Times and the Washington Post, uh, it's a touchstone of being able to have an open conversation. People are able to call in. You're able to share multiple sides of an idea. It's, It's the only place that's actually doing it. So when I came across the story in the Washington Post, I said, well, here it is. The one-two punch that I thought would come. It's an article entitled, Rush Limbaugh is ailing, and so is the conservative talk radio industry. I've been discussing now for months, privately and publicly, that the plan will be that when Rush Limbaugh finally decides either he's not doing radio or his health does not allow him to do radio, and it could be one or the other. I assume it would be the latter, (laughs) you know, not knowing the man but watching what's been happening. People will see this as an opportunity to go after talk radio, pressure on sponsors, fairness doctrine, a whole series of things. But this article, as you read it, is filled with some radical untruths. We'll call them lies about radio. Let me bring in David Wood. Now, David Wood is the program director, and he's the vice president of programming. I I think that's his official title at at MS Communications. He's the program director of WIBC. He's got a history of being a a radio host in in Charlotte and and in Baltimore, and he's the guy who hired me. He's the guy who brought me uh, to Indianapolis. So first, let's start with the, the basics here. The idea that there's that talk radio is in decline. Is this true? Is this false? Where do you see it? Overall, I would say that that's a, you know, it's a it's a vast generalization. It's a, you know, sure, are there older stations, primarily AM, that are, you know, and that they have built their station around Rush and really not done anything else at all. And that is true of, of some stations. It's like those stations are in some hurt. But it's like overall, I mean, you look at stations like IBC, at WLW in, you know, in Cincinnati, you know, and a host of others that are that are doing quite well. Our, you know, our ratings are higher than they were two years ago. And two years ago, they were higher than what they were two years before that. So we're doing just fine. But when you read the piece... And you go over it, and uh, certainly it, it's, you know, Rush Limbaugh who coined the term feminazi and Limbaugh who was the precursor uh, to, to Trumpism. They're trying to tie Limbaugh to Trump to try and tie conservative radio to the problem of, of violence in, in society or however they're trying to do it. Do you, when you read this, other program directors, people who are in, involved in this business intimately, is this the idea of trying to break talk because they know it's really the, 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 the last front line of being able to have a conversation politically? Yeah, and I think that, you know, in this guy's instance, it's just such disdain. I mean, I definitely think that there is going to be more organized efforts to uh, try and put the stranglehold on, you know, on conservative talk radio. I mean, the the biggest problem right off the bat with this guy is, you know, as so much in, you know, in the Washington Post, opinion disguised as reporting. But, uh, you know, and the disgust for the fairness doctrine, because for God's sakes, what was the line? To this day, almost all popular talk show hosts are conservative or libertarian. 
God forbid, you know, because before that they weren't on the air when the, you know, until the uh, uh, fairness doctrine was repealed. Talking to David Wood, program director here at 93 WIBC, a vice president uh, of programming. Um, let's talk about at least something that, that is true. Uh, hasn't been easy for radio over the past decade with the bifurcation and all the other options people have for content, podcasting, etc. Things have not been easy. No, but you know what? This is not anything new. Technology uh, moves communication, you know, very quickly. And if you look at what uh, happened with television, you know, uh, you know, it started, you know, 30 plus years ago with cable television. It's just that there are more choices. It's not that people are less interested. It's just that there are a lot more choices out there. And there are more conservative and libertarian voices that are available. And I mean, you're on, you know, podcasting, we're on podcasting. 20% of the WIBC audience is now online. So it's kind of an all of the above scenario. Let me go back to this spe- the specifics here uh, about Rush, because anytime Rush Limbaugh comes up, uh, certainly now it's it's a very emotionally charged conversation. I know there are people like if you're a radio host, don't talk about other radio hosts. And, you know, David, very well that I I don't I don't listen uh, very well when I'm when I'm told to do things. Uh, oh, yeah. You're the guy who decided here at IBC to replace Rush four years ago. And that's what moved Greg Garrison into that seat. As you saw that decision then and you look at it now, that decision was not based on the politics of Rush Limbaugh, but rather where you saw really the demographic conversation, how you needed to change the demographics on WIBC, and what has been the result? Uh, Like I mentioned, I mean, it's the highest ratings that, you know, we've had in the last Oh, gosh, you know, 15, maybe 20 years. Uh, and, yeah, it, and it's one of those things. It wasn't about – it was a business decision because there's another inaccuracy in there because uh, he talked about that Rush Limbaugh was free. And that's BS because Rush Limbaugh was the <laughs> highest paid personality on this radio station for years and years and years. Now, one thing that he, that he mentioned also that was, that was true is that we, you know, as others did, struggled with some advertising – in his show because he was so targeted by the left to be silenced and, you know, targeting talk radio. But the other issue was demographics. And it is true. His audience has gotten older and that particularly on AM an issue we don't have. Um, but, you know, for us, the, you know, for advertising, the two big demos are 25 to 54 and 35 to 64. In fact, that's something else. You talked about how weak talk radio is in the money demo of 2554. Hey, do you know who the number one morning show in Indianapolis is 2554 by any chance? I, I, I do not. I assume it's Smiley. Is it not? It is you. Wow. It is WIBC. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. I'm sorry, Smiley. I'm sorry. I, I thought it was you. I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you and Nikki. That's that's what what I was doing right there. David Wood, the program director, vice president of programming here at 93 WIBC. Um, when we've discussed this privately, but I'm going to ask you to do it publicly. Have you has the station felt in in this very, very uh, polarized world? Have you felt pressure? Have there been any pressure campaigns to to say, you know, to 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 come after talk? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mentioned with Rush, that was always a problem going back to the, uh, uh, you know, the the Sandra Fluck, excuse me, uh, story, uh, you know, years and years ago. And I can't even remember what he said about her uh, that from a congressional hearing. But, you know, that set off a lot. But interestingly, I would say there is less today locally. I mean, that may not be the case in all markets, but I, you know, we have had less here locally. And I think it's because, you know, everybody recognizes, you know, advertisers in particular recognize how valuable the station is to reach their audience with our audience. David Wood, I appreciate you taking the time. I I think that this story in the post is actually going to have a lot of ripples in radio uh, and people not only pushing back, but yeah. recognizing it as part hit piece and only in in its smallest ways factually accurate. And that's part of the problem uh, that, that radio deals with on a daily basis. I just wanted to, it was a conversation that everyone's having about Rush and the way this one was, was, was really kind of phrased and put together. It was nothing more th- than, than a hit piece and it needed to get addressed. David, I, I appreciate you. Give me a raise. Thank you very much.